0: We're talking horses, and was one guy who's done literally everything. It's one of them all in the, the sport of kings, and he's been on back of some of the greatest champions you've e- the horsey racing has ever produced. I'm talking McIver Davis. So you think Starcraft, Ocean Park, Fastnet Rock, all the guns, oh, and he's won back them all four times <laughs> in the Cox Plate this weekend. He's won three Melbourne Cups, and that's Glenn Bosskis. say, g'day Bossy.
1: Hello, champions. Oh, you know all those, all those things I've done, and the one thing I haven't done is live in Yarra Valley. Well, <laughs> well, that's one you've got to
2: do. Do you it's like your red wine, mate?
1: There.
2: You like the red wine? You can come out here, mate. You fit right in.
1: No, you know what, it's the most amazing place, a bit of real estate out there. Isn't it? It's beautiful. When you go out there, you just see, wow, these rolling hills, it's a beautiful place. Yeah. Yeah, out out there. There. We are, we are. we are. Winning plenty
2: of fans with that one, bossy. Now, bossy, uh, spring carnival time. The years must prick up, you must settle. You've, you've set, you're settling in. Uh, I hear you're moving down to Melbourne. What's going on?
1: Yeah, no, it's um, yeah, no. Listen, I've been a part of the Melbourne scene throughout my life for quite a while, and my my two children, which are young adults right now, but uh, they grew up here. And Sloane, she, my wife. Considers Melbourne home, so she said in the last like 12 months, she was, we've got to get back home. And I said, Yes, okay, we'll, we'll put the wheels in motion, it was always going to happen, and, and here I am.
2: And you've got something else sort of uh, building in the pipeline, I've just seen recently on the news, something that you're sort of looking at after racing or even starting now, though?
1: Uh, well, I'm always looking, oh, listen, so I'm getting the, to the pointy end of my career, so I'm always looking for something to do after racing. Um, yeah, so um, I'm, I'm open to all offers, to be honest.
2: Well, we spoke to Brent uh, Brent Stanley, who uh, quoted you as one of his mates. Uh, he's got into the training game, and he said he'd rather still be riding. So you're not going to think about training?
1: Oh, <laughs> you know what? I, I probably think I'd be a really good trainer, um, because I understand the horse so well, and I've been around these, these things, these animals, great animals since I was four years old. So I've got a pretty good handle on what they're about, but Jesus, it's a hard, it's a hard thing to do. It's it's long hours, it's relentless. And, uh, I'm not sure. All after doing it all my career, getting up early and you know doing all those things, um, whether I could do it like, for the next probably 20 years, it'd be a real stretch. So. Uh, the short
2: answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> the other, um, the other thing Brett was telling us, Glenn, was that uh, he's got about, uh, what did he say, twenty-seven odd races and jockeys and all kinds in his family. Is there, is there a lot of uh, people involved in racing in your family?
1: No, just me, boss. Oh, uh, boss. Uh, yeah, Complete opposite. this is where it, where it started and it finished. Uh, my son. Um, yeah, he's never, never even sat on a horse, so, um, oh. and I, I, yeah, which is quite, hard. I actually didn't want him to to um, follow my footsteps, I wanted him to choose his own path, and he did, so well, I'm pretty happy about that.
0: What's he do, Bossy?
1: He's a coder, he's um, writing the computers and uh, builds websites and he's a coder, he's very good at it, so, oh. um, yeah, he's, um, you know, he's going to actually make a bit of a name for himself, so um, I'm glad. Oh,
2: that's good. Now, yeah, back to your riding, mate who's been your following well, mean, Maccabi diva's probably been your favorite but is there another one there that sort of the, the fans wouldn't know too much about that you just love getting on the back of?
1: oh you know the, the obvious ones obviously were her she is she's a different league Maccabi diva um, um so you think he's probably the only other champion that I wrote in my, in my whole career so I wrote two and but there was a couple others like um Fastnet Rock was probably the most exciting young horse I'd ever ever put my leg over, and we'd never seen the best of. And then we got, and I was later to find another one later in my career, a horse called Yes, Yes, Yes. Um, I thought this horse was going to take on the world, um, and I was so privileged and lucky to get on his back for a very short time. And you've seen what he did in in the uh, Everest two years ago. He was going to be a proper superstar.
2: So what actually happened happened with Yes, Yes, Yes?
1: Um, He had an injury, and they retired him. He was worth too much money. Um, And these Colts that he was probably worth, I guess, $40 million, so they couldn't risk it. So they put him straight to stud, and he's going to be an incredible stay in that stud.
2: Now, there's a horse that, I mean, all the punters know that you would have ridden against uh, being Winx. How did you go into a race knowing that Winx was running around sort of next year and were you, were you racing for second or you obviously got to plan your own race but what was it like when it come past you?
1: Yeah basically that's what you done. You, you, you rode the best way she possibly could and you were thinking hopefully if she has an off day you might get her but you were running for second the whole time uh, and that's, yeah, that's it's, I can't put it any plainer she was just her bad day she'd beat you by two and her good day she beat you by, beat you by six oh. was that simple. Yeah, and that's what she showed you know when she won a Cox Plate one day and she only won by like half a length yeah. um, or, um, Huey said she was completely off like, that was a race. She, away. Uh, she, she beat them a length so yeah
2: when she was on it was just incredible now yeah, it's a it's a tough game in, in all aspects, especially punting, I uh, think everyone should be gambling responsibly. But you've you've got your nose to the ground there. Who should the average punter be listening to? Sort of pre-race, should it be? Would it be the the, the guys that walk around as the tipters or, or in the mounting yard, the pick of the yard, or? Um, definitely not jockeys or trainers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so just wipe them out straight away because they all they all think their horse can win. So you just got to wipe that out. Um, you know, obviously, you've just got to, yeah, you've got to have, uh, listen to the, the people who have all the information in front of them, um, the stats and whatnot, and you've got to just trust them. And, um, but at the end of the day, like you say, boys... Bet responsibly. Only bet enough that you can um, you can, you can afford- handle. Yeah, yeah what exactly. you can afford to lose for sure. Yeah, absolutely.
2: I know you've backed in a horse by the name of Animo, I believe it is. Um, and I'm interested. You've talked a bit about um, saying he's got a bit of maturity and that kind of stuff about him. How do you see that in a horse? Like someone who hasn't spent time around horses that seems like a completely foreign phrase to, to hear someone describe a, a young horse as parading around like an old one. So what what do you see in that regard?
1: Oh, but you know, it's like, if you watch, you know, if you go to the AFL and you're watching the under-16s and, under, you know, the, the, the juniors and you see this kid running around, he's bigger, he's faster, he's very mature, he seems to have a lot of savvy about himself um, you know, it's, it's no different in the horse world you, you know, you watch these three-year-olds Some of them come on very, very soon And, 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 and they might not improve into their four-year-old year But that's their year um, And there's others that are just, you can see that, you know They're gangly and they've, they've got scope to improve um, They're going to be the four-year-old um, And that's exactly how it is
0: now tell us, Bossy MacCypey um, Diva's uh, three Melbourne Cups was there a favourite of the three? Oh, what do you think? No. <laughs> <laughs> not at all <laughs>
2: Did you did you think for one second that She's Archie was going to get you that day because I was on She's <laughs> Archie
1: No, not even for a millisecond Once I lit her up and um, I asked her for a supreme effort it was all over She was just going to be too fast and too powerful and uh, yeah she, uh, to be honest it was probably her easiest victory in Tom Ryder she
2: was so cool that day and, and what are you making of uh the cox plate firstly and then also the melbourne cup coming up uh, i mean zaki's been pretty pretty good and big but i think it's kind of wide open cox plate though. it's
1: wide open yeah i don't think he, i think he's a um i think he's I think he's under the odds, Zaki. Exactly. I think he's, um, after his last defeat, I didn't quite like the way he finished off his race. And that's never a great sign, going into the major. Um, so, I mean, James Cummins and his three-year-olds. I think he's the one. He just looks like he's such a big weight advantage and you know, he's, he's had a great campaign, so I think he's the one.
2: And, and, sorry, no, Melbourne Cup, sensitised yeah. uh, looked super on the weekend
1: Yeah, you know, but, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't say it's all over yet um, He's He's got to carry a big weight And the horses he's beating, n- no disrespect, they're, they're not really, they're not good horses Um you know, non conformists and these type of horses. They, they're, eight, they're good horses, but they're not good horses. Um, he's got to come up against um, some European form, which is at level weight, which might find him out. So it's not over yet. Oh, good. Very Spanish good. Spanish mission, the
2: horse
1: I'm talking about.
2: Spanish mission? Yeah.
1: Very oh, well. my God. He, he he brings some of the best form to Australia you, we've seen for a long time. So yeah, on level weights, when he turns up, um, incentivizes you know, he, he's got to really be um, everything we think he is, and plus, because um, Spanish Mission brings some form that we haven't seen for a long time.
2: Oh, nice! Nice for the listeners to hear too. Very
1: good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not over. You know, I mean, it's Spanish Mission when they are in the when we in the Caulfield Cup. Well, he he brings some form that we like. We, like I said, I'm repeating myself. He brings some form we've never seen. He would he would have smashed that field up. Yep. So you know, it's going to be interesting going forward. Oh,
0: good. Now tell us, uh, riding around Mooney Valley, uh, the Cox Plate obviously is there. You've won it four times. Um, what's unique about it? I, I mean, for a spectacle, the the sh- the straight at the end is uh, very short. But what's unique, and ha- how do you, how's the best way to ride it?
1: It's it's, it's it's a it's a real thinking person's track. Like it's a great track because um, what you do you, you go into the, that race with what your eyes wide open. You just don't know you got to you got to expect the unexpected, um, and so you got to go down and all the time. And that's what makes this this great this race so great. Um, um, but generally, you know. The horses that the are found in the market generally win this race. Uh, I think through the history of the, the course, uh, I think 48% of the favourites have won. So mm-hmm. they're generally the best horse. Best horse wins at that way age.
0: Yes, very yeah. good. Now, obviously, you can't win it when you're going around the final turn eight wide, can you? <laughs> that can't happen. <laughs> 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 you can. <So> you can. <laughs> tell me about the tell me how you can and uh that race that uh, that you showed that you could.
1: Oh, you you just gotta be going with that horse, you know. Uh, generally if you look back right through the history of you I've know, history buffer these races, for the last horse to come off the bottle like the last one to actually ask for their final effort generally wins the Cox Um, and even though that day I was eight wide, but everyone was under everyone was on the pump and I was the only one who wasn't. Asking for
2: my supreme effort, and she was uh, yeah, too good. Because uh, the horse, in, in, in let, let's go through that length of race. The horse, you've probably got the two last efforts you're you scrubbed up, or the six hundred, or even sometimes before, and you seem scrubbed up. But then there's that, is there another kick after that? Yeah, absolutely.
1: You're just feeling them, you know. You just actually, you just coming through years, years and. Um, you're asking their uh, supreme methods when you, you know, when you really rub them up, and they know, you know, when the when you just kind of going through the years, they can feel you. Uh, but then you're, when you really get down and ride them out, they just know that's that's the final their final destination. Beautiful.
0: Was that was I mean, I it, we, we were joking around about it off off here when we were in the ring. Here, but was was the 2005 Cox play one of your best
1: rides? Like that you felt? Oh no, not really. No. Um, no, it wasn't, it, it wasn't actually, because it was, that race was all about just making sure I got, I showcased her, it was all about making sure I didn't get into trouble, you know, let her I'd clean air in front of me, um, she was always going to be way too good, so it was all about just making sure, you know, I did the right thing by her, to be quite honest, um, and, and, and and that was my job it was a very simple job and she carried and she just had to carry
2: out you know, what she did Now yeah, you are looking forward to fans at the track
1: oh my god you know every day in Sydney last weekend where it felt like 100 it was it was so surreal to have people back at the crowd yeah, people back at the race is so good oh,
2: no. there's nothing better than coming on coming back on the winning horse and having yes. the crowd chanting out the boss name
1: well <laughs> just whoever wins, it's just it, you know, that's it. We're in an
0: business. so when you come back and people are there cheering and carrying on. It's, it's so much fun, I bet. I bet. And you've ridden in uh, ridden winners in every state and territory and all around the world. So, I mean, it's crazy, uh, what you've accomplished. Uh, Glenn, thank you so much for your time, mate. Uh, it's been great to chat, great to reminisce, um, and um, get your thoughts on um, the, you know, the spring racing carnival. Thanks, guys.